Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve because it's so rare. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you believe in this podcast and would like to help me keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash marriage steps. Depending on your level of support, you'll receive a public thank you from me on the podcast, a free marriage training module of your choice from my website, or two free tickets to my next Total Marriage Refresh seminar where you'll learn the six steps in detail. And the next one is coming up February 22nd this month in Denver, Colorado. And the list of those who are coming is growing, and I look forward to seeing you all there. Today I'm going to focus on six ways to develop a secure attachment in your marriage. Attachment is normally referenced to a parent and a child. So if you think about a new parent and their child starts to cry, that parent has to learn what the cry means. Is the baby tired? Is the baby wet? Is the baby hungry? Is the baby lonely? And the more the parent tunes into that child and starts to responding consistently and sensitively to those signals, a secure attachment is developed between the child and the parent. And for that child, they develop a sense of trust because their needs are met in a reliable way. And I can trust this person. And as they get older, that sense of trust and comfort with closeness expands to other people in their life with how they feel towards them. And the opposite also occurs. So if a parent is not tuning in because perhaps they're depressed or they're under the influence of substances or they're just oblivious, they're not tuning in to their child's signals. So they miss the signals. They don't respond to the signals. In that situation, an insecure attachment is developing. And for that child, they're developing a sense of mistrust. I can't trust other people. This person does not have my back. My needs are not met consistently. And as they get older, they probably feel more uneasy around other people because their first relationship was established with distrust, mistrust. So the same concept applies to marriage. Marriages can either develop a sense of secure attachment or insecure attachment. So one way to think about this is signals. So every week, every month, your partner most likely is sending you signals for their needs. And how good are you at reading the signals? And when your partner throws out a signal, it's from their core needs. So perhaps they have a need for quality time. So they'll make a comment about wanting to spend some time together. That's a bid. And what do you do with that bid? Do you recognize it? Do you respond to it? Or perhaps your spouse has a need for sex and they throw out once in a while, they'll say something like, man, we haven't had any intimacy in a while. That's a bid. And what do you do with those bids? Do you recognize them? Do you respond to them? Or do you ignore them? John Gottman talks a lot about these bids and he says you have three options when responding to your partner's bids. You can turn away, which means you didn't even realize they made a bid. You completely ignore it. Second is you can turn against. That's when you get hostile towards their bid. Or three, you can turn towards, which means you 
you acknowledge there was a bid, and then you do something about it. You respond to it. So here's an example. Say a wife has a need for quality time, and she's going up to her husband who's on his computer at home, and she's making a bid to spend time together. So here's the first scenario. She walks up to him. Hey, honey, do you want to put the kids down early tonight, and maybe we can have some quality time together tonight? So if I'm the husband and I'm going to turn away, this is what I would say. Oh, I can't tonight. I have a lot of work to do. Sorry. I completely missed it. I didn't realize she was making a bid and I did. I just completely ignored the bid. That's turning away. Okay, here's scenario number two. Hey, honey, do you want to uh, put the kids to bed early tonight and we can have some quality time together? Okay, now this time I'm going to turn against. All you ever want is time together. Can't you see I have to get my work done so I can pay our bills? That's turning against. Obviously, that's the worst one to do because that is poison. You're pouring poison on your spouse by turning against. Okay, so here's a third option. Hey, honey, do you want to put the kids to bed early tonight and then we can have some quality time together? This time I'm going to turn towards. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be great. Um, Let's see, I have about 30 more minutes of work to do and then I can help you put the kids to to bed and then I'm free the rest of the night. How does that sound? Okay, that's turning towards. That time I recognize the bid and I'm turning towards it by meeting it. So one thing to keep in mind is when you're turning towards your partner's bids for connection, you want to do it in a way that works for you. Because if you start having to suffer or ignore your needs in order to meet your partner's bids, it's not sustainable. So notice that last time I said, I have about 30 more minutes of work to do, and then I can help you with the kids. I said that on purpose because that was a need I had. I had to finish my work. And so you have to respond to the bids in a way that's also going to work for you because then it's sustainable, and and then you're not meeting their bid with resentment because if you have to suffer or if it's if you have to neglect your needs too much to meet theirs, you're going to resent them. You're going to resent honoring that need. So always think about that. So my partner's making a bid to me for connection. How can I honor it in a way that's also going to work for me? So that's number two. Number three, the third thing to consider is when you do this regularly, you have to first start watching for your partner's bids. What kind of bids are your, is your partner throwing at you? Is it a bid for affection? Is it a bid for sex? Is it a bid for more compliments? A bid for adoration? Is it a bid for quality time? Their bids are coming at you. First step is you need to watch out for the bids. Second step is you need to learn to turn towards those bids and honor those bids in a way that works for you. And that leads us to what I'm talking about here. Number three is the more you do that, the more you'll develop a sense of trust in your marriage because your partner will feel like their needs are met. Their relationship is safe, that you have their back, that they can express their needs and you're going to do something about it. That's how you want your spouse to associate you to think about you as someone who has their back and will respond to their needs. Number four, if you don't turn towards and instead you turn away or against, and as a review, turning away is the bid comes and you ignore the bid, you didn't even realize it, or heaven forbid, you turn against by getting hostile. If you do that regularly, you're going to develop a sense of distrust, mistrust, 
in your marriage. Your partner is going to feel like they can't rely on you. You don't have their back and your relationship is not safe because their needs aren't met. And when they express their needs, they're still not met because you're turning away from their bid or you're turning against their bid. And that's poison. That is the worst thing that can happen in a relationship is to feel like your needs are not being met on a regular basis, no matter what you say, because your partner is turning away or turning against your bids. Number five, one thing to consider is if you have a tendency to turn away or turn against the bids of your partner, you may want to consider why is that? What's the root? What's the cause of you turning away or turning against their bids? One possible reason is you're just not thinking about it. You're not watching for it. And so your heart is innocence. You don't have malicious intent. You're just not thinking in those terms. And so you're missing the bids. So that might be you. Another possible reason is perhaps you have some resentment that you haven't dealt with or healed from towards your partner. And so even though you recognize their bids coming, perhaps your heart isn't clean enough yet or free enough yet to honor those bids because you're still wrestling with some resentment you feel towards your partner. So maybe that's what needs to be addressed. For others of you, perhaps you're turning away or turning against because you have unhealed trauma from your history. Perhaps you went through things before your marriage when you were growing up that scarred you. And when your partner throws out a bid that reminds you of that trauma, perhaps that becomes all-consuming for you because you haven't healed your trauma yet. You haven't received help for it. So you're unable to respond back to their bid. So you turn away or you turn against. But I encourage you to look to the root. If you tend to turn away or turn against, look to the root of why do you do that? Because it's damaging your marriage. And try to uncover the root of that so you can heal it. Number six is you want to be watching for their signals this upcoming week and turn toward. So you want to put this into action. And you may even start by asking your partner, what are some bids that you throw my direction for connection? What do you do? Because you may not know what to look for. And again, some spouses are very clear and overt with their bids. Other spouses, it's much more subtle. And it might be what they're not saying. That might be a bid. But this upcoming week, I encourage you to study your partner. Try to watch them and ask them questions what their top needs are and ask them how do they express those top needs in your marriage so that you know what to be looking for. And then secondly, practice leaning in by sensitively responding to those those signals and those bids in a way that also works for you so you can start developing the sense of trust in your marriage. So the six ways to develop a secure attachment in your marriage. Number one, you want to consider the three ways to respond to their signals. You have turning away, turning against, or turning towards. Those are your three choices when your partner makes a bid for connection. Second thing is you need to turn towards your partner's bid in a way that also works for you. Three, the more you do that, the more trust is going to be developed in your relationship, emotional safety. Four, if you turn away or turn against, distrust is going to develop. Five is if you have a tendency to turn away or turn against, explore the root of that. What's the cause of that? And number six is upcoming week, put it into action. Ask your partner what their main needs are, how they express those needs with bids, and then practice turning 
towards to develop that sense of trust. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, please subscribe, click the five stars, and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And be sure to follow me at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Fisher or on Instagram at Dr. Wyatt Fisher so you can receive daily encouragement and tips. Also, if this podcast has made a positive impact on your marriage, I would love to hear from you. And I would also love to hear from you if you have questions you'd like for me to address on the podcast or suggestions on topics you want me to cover. And remember, your marriage is alive. If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.